welcome to the Elimination Chamber. Welcome to hell. Wait, no, that's not a cage. Whoa. Never mind. Wrong cage. So, um, how did you like the Elimination Chamber? I liked it. I liked it. I didn't think I would, but I liked it. Did I love it? No, but I liked it. Yeah, it was it was tolerable and bearable. It wasn't nothing like it's like, oh my god, this is so good. It was like it was bearable. Like Yeah. So like to all the people who like shit on it as usual, it's like it's not that bad. Just chill. Let's chill guys. Chill. Exactly. So it started off with the kickoff show with The Miz and your favorite wrestler of all times, Rey Mysterio. Fifty-one fifty. Speaking Spanish, it's de lado. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, the placement of this match was perfect because, like, I didn't care about it, so like, it was perfect where it was at. Yeah, it it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't shit, and it was just like uh, whatever. It just yeah. was there. The match was. <laughs> Good, I guess, but it. I mean, I that the can continue. You know, like I wish it would end it there. It is. It is. Boy, oh boy, do I hate. Do I hate the way it's gonna end? <laughs> okay. Because Rey Mysterio picks up the win over the Miz, and then Rey and Dominic double team the Miz, and the Miz goes, "I need a partner." For WrestleMania, a star, a blankety blank, a watchable blue, and everybody immediately goes, "Oh my God, it's Cody Rhodes!" I can't believe you're gonna do this to Cody Rhodes. And I'm just like, "You guys are so stupid." Who's saying Cody Rhodes? Everybody's like, "Oh my God, it's Cody Rhodes! It's definitely Cody Rhodes!" And like, immediately as the promo's going off, and I'm talking to Renegade, and I'm just like, "Yeah, like, uh, this is gonna be a." guy who was at Wrestlemania before and he like Renegade was like I don't know if I want to know and I just kept giving him hints and I kept making it worse and worse and like every time I said something he was like don't tell me I don't want to know because I don't want to know I'm like you sure he's like I'm gonna hate it and I already know I don't want to know I'm like you sure because it might not be somebody you hate He's like, I already know because all of the hints you gave me, I know it's somebody I hate. Don't tell me. And unfortunately, he learned what I knew that it's going to be Jack Paul or Logan Paul, whichever the fuck. Logan, Paul. Logan, Logan, Logan Paul. Logan. Whatever. You almost made me madder than I'm supposed to be. Like, fuck. <laughs> I don't remember which Paul they are. They're, they're, they're the same person to me. Mind you, Logan I don't want either one there, mm-hmm. but Logan's like miles better than Jake. Like, yeah, like nah. But that's the funny part. Like, he was there last year and like he sucked, and, but like it was like a mild suck. And then he came back and sucked with Sammy. Now he's going to suck with Miz. And this is going to suck because, you know, 
we need things to do. <coughs> I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So putting Cody in it would be the optimal thing to do. Like it would be good, but eh, that's them. Yeah. But that that wouldn't be because that literally would suck ass. So like like I said, <coughs> we'll get into where I still think Cody's placement is later on. Yeah. So then we have Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. This match wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just match. Yeah. I I liked it for what it was. Yeah, so according to what we all know, unless something changes over the next couple of days, Goldberg's done. He's out of there. It's no more Goldberg in WWE. This is his last match. It's over. We all know that it could just be like, oh no, I'm gonna resign because I like this money. But it's as of right now, it's just it's over. Yeah. And Roman beat him. Of course he would. Like, why wouldn't he? It just the way he beat him though, that kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, and to be honest, I'm actually kind of mad at the ending. And the only reason I'm mad at the ending is because he put him in the choke out. It usually takes Roman two seconds to choke somebody out, and they're out. Goldberg lasted for like four minutes and kept going in his choke out. It's like, dog, just quick. You're turning purple. No, I just want to look strong. Just stop. Nope. He he wanted to keep going. It's like, God damn, this is long. But he 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 finally... Yeah, he finally gave the fuck up. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was crazy. But yeah, that, that's that's how that ended. Yeah. Then we had War Games. I mean, Elimination what? Chamber one with all women. There's a lot of people, and I'm starting to piss me off how everybody is like, oh my god. Women's wrestling, it's so bad when they do these kind of multi-man matches. Like, it was not bad. It like the placement of everybody in there was just totally wrong, but the match was not bad. Yeah, I agree. Like the where everybody was felt weird because like you had two women in there already and it can people kept continuing. But the last person in was went in a pod. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it was it was so weird. Like I don't, like the people that like the people who should have waited to face each other should have been waiting to face each other instead of just like all right, we're just gonna stick them out here like this. I was like, but like that's like that's ruining the story. Like everybody, the people who should have been like, okay, this person is coming out this time should be waiting on. And it's like, no, we're just going to go right to this. And it's like, why? Like, it, was, like, it, was, it was just badly like, the coming out was badly just drawn. Like, the match, like, it wasn't that bad. It was not that bad. Now, I've seen something in that match that, like, a couple people have seen, but, like, a couple people haven't really put two and two together. And, like, it was something, like, really small. 
where it was Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, and they worked together as a tag team against Liv and Bliss. And it's like, okay, well, what are you seeing there? I see, first off, I see two tag teams. Like, mm-hmm. if they can, like, if they want to, they can have two tag teams, especially the way that Liv and Bliss interacted going into that spot where, like, they both were checking on each other. Not checking on each other because they were hurt. They were checking on each other because it was like, we need to team up. And it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But it just feels like this can be the start of something, but it's probably the start of nothing. They would make a perfect tag team, in my opinion, though. Yes. So, because WWE is the way WWE is, like, Bianca Belair won the match, but because the way she won the match, she won against Alexa Bliss, which was a very entertaining ending. But the thing about it was the whole Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair thing is like, you see that that's the main event. Like, that's the one that everybody wants. But because every time they're in a multi-person match, it's always somehow Bianca and Rhea clashing somehow to the point where you're like, when they have their one-on-one match for the title, you're going to be like, "Mm, I don't want to see it because I keep seeing it, but you haven't seen it. It's just been in multi-person matches where they keep getting shumped together. Like, this is going to be a thing eventually. It's like, well, stop showing us it's going to be a thing. Just say it once and move on. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because like, you know me, like, I forget shit. Like, I, like when they eventually do it, like, you're you're speaking to me. Like, I would feel like it happened when they did it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, me personally. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, like, Bianca did win. She beat Alexa at the last part. And Bianca's going to WrestleMania. They threw up the whole WrestleMania sign behind her. It, it like it looks special. Like, oh, this this looks special. But she didn't point. Yeah. <laughs> so then we had Ronda Rousey with one arm tied behind her back, and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. And it once again, this was a match. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just a match. All right. Well. Yeah, it was kind of predictable, and Ronda, even with one arm, was very dangerous. It's like, all right, well, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> like this. That's a thing. So, the only thing I'm upset about a little bit is mm-hmm. with Sonya, because I feel like ever since she's been whatever she is, official GM, whatever her title is, like, in the ring, she fell off a little bit because she was way better. I don't know if that's part of the gimmick and she's acting. But, you know, she was way better at one point. I think it's part of the gimmick for now. Yeah. So, because this is just a show of all Elimination Chamber, we're just going to break it down and go into, like, different news and then get back to the rest of the Chamber show. We're just going to get into news and stuff. So, last night I was talking about the... New Japan show that's coming up. And I automatically went to, oh, 
Tanahashi is going to win. Yay! He's going to beat Sonata. That is so not what happened. That's so not what happened. Yes. And it, like, it actually shocked and surprised me because it's like, holy shit, like, Sonata is just like this guy that's just there and just like, yeah, guys, I'm uh, here. Yay. It's like, okay, Sonata, do better. Do better, Sonata. Come on, like, come on, you could do stuff. You're, you're really good. Just show some emotion. Come on, just show a little emotion. Come on. And, like, it was so funny because, like, at the very last five minutes, Sonata just all of a sudden just, like, had this energy boost. And it was like, where did that come from? And he, once again, like, I hate him the way he finishes his matches. Because he always puts somebody in a dragon sleeper until they just pass out and then jump on the top rope and hits him with the moonsault. Tanahashi like, was like, all right, I know exactly what you're doing. I'm going to counter that. So Sonata won the same way he beat Okada like in their match a couple, I think it was like last year or like the year before, but it was like in the G1. It wasn't for the title. He didn't beat him for the title. He literally like put him in like this trap pin and it was one, two, three. He beat Tanahashi, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" Like that was like it was just like, "What the fuck?" It actually happened. Like, and even announcers like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he actually won the title." Like everybody was shocked. And then Sonata did something that only Sonata can do. He cuts a promo in the most monotone fucking way and says. This is my favorite town. Thank you, guys. It's like, dude, you just won a fucking title. Your first singles title in the fucking promotion. All you say is, I love this town. You had no emotion. I'm like, I swear to God. He needs an emotion transplant because he is a great wrestler. No fucking emotions. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I grew up watching Groupie. I believe that. I believe that. He's a fucking beautiful man. Beautiful man, tall, can rustle his ass off. He just shows no emotion. It's to the point, like, like the Japanese fans, they love him because he's attractive, and it's like, okay, cool. Bet. Wrestling fans are like, he can wrestle. He just does not give a fuck. And, like, he loves New Japan. He loves to be there. He loves to wrestle. He just doesn't show it. You just, like, you look at him and you just see him and you're like, some emotion, please. Any kind of emotion. No. Just, that's it. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, th- that's, what, that's what you get when you watch Sonata. <laughs> Jesus Congratulations to him, though. Like, I remember when he was in fucking TNA, so. Yeah. Man. Then we had something like... this. Okay, this is actually, like... It's one of those things where it's, like... It's meant to be, and it's, like... Something that was supposed to happen, and you're like, Oh, this is supposed to happen! And then, like, something just, like... Derails it, and you feel like it's never gonna happen, and then, like, it's a thing. So, there's a guy... Ryusuke Taguchi. And Taguchi's favorite number is 69. So, 
well, two about two years ago, or was it two, three or four years ago, Taguchi wanted to be the 69th junior champion, like the singles champion. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be the champion." And it was this big buildup, and everybody was like excited and like, "Yeah, because he deserves it. He like he's badass. He can wrestle, and it's like he deserves it. And it could be the 69th title." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do it." And he goes for the title and he fails. And it's like, oh, so that's it. And like everybody just like immediately wrote it off because then somebody won the title and they were the 70 champion. And it just was like literally like the weirdest thing. And it's like, but now what? And it's like, okay, like, yeah. And then it was just like really like fucking. It was really, it was really, it was really weird. Then he's going for the 69th tag team junior titles. And everybody's like, yeah, it's going to happen. And he fails. And it was like, oh, yeah, well, then that's just out the window. But there was a caveat. There was one caveat. Those champions never lost the titles. So when he faced them in a triple threat today with Master Watto, he won them, and he's now the 69th junior tag team champions. I was like, oh my god, it still played out, even though he didn't win the singles title. It still played out. It's 69th title. He's now has his dream. I'm like, that makes sense. It makes it sense. Got his favorite number. Yes. yes, it was like really funny. I was like, oh my god, that actually happened. I was like, oh shit. But yeah, that was a that was a thing. So that was New Japan. Okay, so we have to get into the Kenny Omega interview. Okay. Which is which everybody is gonna be talking about. Everybody's gonna be talking about. So Kenny, like, okay, first off. I love Tyson Smith. Like, he's, like... Tyson Smith, just a fucking normal dude. He's, like, he's really calm. He's really down to earth. He really understands stuff. Like, he's not a... Like, he's not a dick. He's not a dick. Kenny Omega, sometimes, on the other hand, is a dick. And, like, he's talking and he's telling us about how... Okay, I'm not gonna lie... This guy is he was really fucked up. He was talking about all the injuries that he had. And it's like you just wrestled just all of this time without stopping and you just didn't give a fuck. And he said he said that he was walking one time he was doing a like a TNA like running and he was running and he said he moved like a fucking old man to the point where what is his name? Not Don Callis, but the other one. What's Scott Demore was like, yo, Scott was like, yo, we gotta cut this. And he was like, I was like, I'm trying. He was like, no, you move like an 80-year-old man, Kenny. He was like, what the fuck? He was like, this is supposed to be a run-in, not a shuffle-in. He's like, I, I can't move. It didn't like, he's like, he told him, he was like, man, he's like, my stomach was like, is being stabbed a million times. And he's like, dude, he's like, you need to get checked out. And 
Kenny was telling us all about all of this stuff that like happened to him. He got, he had vertigo. He had a, almost a separated shoulder. His leg was fucked up. He's like, he's so fucked up. And he said he was supposed to, supposed to be coming back in February. He's like, I'm supposed to be back in February, but because of COVID and everything was shut down, like things was like, things were moved back and like it's slower to come back. And this is what fucked me up because what he was talking about, it made me go, oh, you may be back sooner, but also you're still a little fucked up. Because he was talking about his leg and how it was hard for him to move the muscle and he started to train and all of this. It's like, okay, well, you sound like you're telling us one thing, but like also another, you're going to be back sooner than later. I'm like, okay. But he like, all the stuff he was telling us that it was fucked up was like, Jesus Christ. And like he mentioned this in passing, and a lot of people are gonna like skip on this. He said that his shoulder is still fucked up and he needs shoulder surgery. And he just like he said he's not gonna get it. And it's like, dude, like what the fuck? Like, what do you like what do you mean? Like I, I, Honestly, AEW doesn't need him, so I will get all the surgeries I need and heal up and whatever, and like come back to you know the best. Yeah, like he's saying he's trying to heal up to come back the best, but the way he's talking is like he still needs something else done, but he yeah. doesn't want to do it right now. He's like, because he keeps saying like I think I can push that off, and in my mind I'm like, dude, I like just get everything fixed and then come back. And didn't have fun. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like that was that was a lot about that situation. He talked okay, so he talked about the video game. And he kind of like so he wants people to have like a good wrestling experience in the wrestling game. Which is which is perfectly fine, which is what it's supposed to be. He was like he was talking about how, like, compared to what 2K is, he was like, yeah, we're not going to be 2K. Like, look at those graphics and look at everything that they have. Like, it's, like, a supremely polished game and, like, you can do this, this, and this. He was like, we want people to act like, feel like they're actually wrestlers in the wrestling game and feel like it's a wrestling game. And I'm like, that's like all of that is understandable. Like I understand what he's trying to say, but it's like, yeah, I mean, you can have fun in a wrestling game, and he's like, he wants it to be like for people to like play with their friends or like play at home. And he was giving an example of how like he used to play with WCW games with people, and they had no idea who these people were, and like people would pick like Ultimate Dragon and shit. And like not know who the fuck Ultimate Dragon was. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's the thing. <laughs> and he was talking about like the people he wants to face. He said Jay White. He said the Adam Cole thing he wants to pick up on that when it comes back because that's the thing that's out there. And he was talking about how like his time in Japan and stuff like that. And then they asked him the the question it was like hey like um so what about the big news this this week and he goes stone cold baby like, God damn it. 
<laughs> that sounds like a me reaction. That sounds like a me reaction. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it, Kenny. But then they start talking about Cody. And it went from zero to 50 real quick. Not even zero to 50, zero to 100 real quick. It was like, whoa. So he started, was like, yeah, he was like, I mean, I mean, it's sad to see him go, but like, it's like, I mean, you know, things happen. Like, people grow, and like, we started this thing together, and I guess, like, people's opinions change. He was like, I know that, like, he was close with this one and that one. I'm like, we're friends, but I wouldn't go out and get a diet soda with him outside. I'm like, whoa, okay, wait, wait. Like, he just was saying, like, everything was cool. And then he's like, he's like, I mean, just when we started this thing, it was just us and, like, we were, like, together. Cody was the one who was saying it was us versus them. It's like, wait, what? Like, wait, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean it was Cody saying it was us versus them? Wait, how? They was like, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was Cody. This is all Cody's idea. We just wanted to have a wrestling company. He was like, no, we have to have a war. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what do you mean? And then, like, he just goes into this, like, well, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like he was there to, like, be this guy because we were doing stuff over here. We were doing this stuff. And then, he was just doing stuff in the Cody verse. Like, what are you, like, yeah, he was doing his own thing. We, like, none of us were really into it. I mean, he was just doing his own shit. It's like, what the fuck do you mean he was just doing his own shit? And he just, like, to, it just totally went on this thing where he just, like, totally just talked crap about him, but in a polite way. And he was like, yeah, he was like, Maybe this isn't what he wants. He was like, you know, guys changed their mind. He was like, last time I heard he was on a plane to Saudi Arabia. It's like, what? he's like, okay. He's like, but you, but guys really wanted to come somewhere where they could have creative control, and Cody didn't have creative control, and I guess he got mad about that. And well, where he's going, they won't let him have creative control. It's like, bro, like what, like. How quickly did you like just turn on your friend or your quote unquote friend? Like he just totally just shit on him, just like completely. He was like, "Damn!" I'm like, "Damn!" That just that just went south real quick. Like that mean this is escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. And it was like, cause like it it was a lot of shade that he throwed about how Cody wanted like control and he didn't have it. And then, like, people were getting mad at him for doing his own thing and, like, not going with the vision. He was like, we had a vision to do one thing, and Cody wanted something totally different. And he was pushing for this and trying to get this. And, well, he wasn't getting his way, and I guess, like, he decided to just leave. And he was like, he wasn't, he was like, it's no secret that Tony's the booker, but, like, that's because, like, people like him wanted to take the book and like, dude, like, he just, like, spilled all the fucking tea. And I was like, okay. Okay. Oddly enough, I thought out of all the MVP, like, EVPs, I would say MVPs, 
Out of all the EVPs, I thought he had the most power. That's what everybody would think because of the way he acts. Mm-hmm. But uh, like apparently, like apparently, he didn't have as much power as they thought. Like, like what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know about the Kenny situation. Like, he, like, threw Cody, like, under the bus and whatever. Fine. Cody, like, threw jabs and whatever mm-hmm. at those guys and whatever. But that was all of them, though. Like, you can't just put it on him. That was all of them. But, okay, but see, this is how I look at it because we're going to go more into the interview because it's mm-hmm. like, this is how I look at it. We're a team, we created this thing together. And you're gonna leave to go back there where we're supposed to be fighting and we're saying fuck them. You're gonna leave to go back there and well then fuck you. And I'm gonna throw all this dirt on you because right now the people that I'm talking to are our fans. Are our fans, the ones that love us, the ones in AEW, the ones in our camp. So I'm gonna tell them all of the bad stuff about you and they're gonna hate you now. So bye, you go bye. That's like like that is like the most like psychotic shit. The most psychotic shit. And the interviewer when like he mentioned though like Cody made it to us versus them and the interviewer goes, No, 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 it it was Vince. Vince was the one who made it a uh, you guys versus us. I'm like, wait, what? what did you, excuse me? Us? Yeah, because like we weren't wait, who's this we people that you keep saying? You said we and us. Like you, you're like your Freudian slip of the tongue was said. We and us twice as you talk about AEW. So let me like let me get this straight. This we and us thing when you're supposed to be unbiased and people call you out for being unbiased and you tell them they're crazy. You gaslight everybody. You're crazy. You're you're insane. But the we and us, the Freudian slips that you make, is just like, eh, well, no. Freudian slips are usually what your subconscious mind is actually trying to say. It's a, it just falls out because you can't keep it straight. So I'm just saying, all of those years that people have been saying, oh my God, like he's like he's in her pocket. Yeah. 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 I'm 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 definitely I'm definitely there. Because he definitely said we and us. I'm like, what do, what do you mean? And then, not on, not even only on top of that, when he was telling about how NXT was going to USA, yeah, I told Tony and Matt about this like way before it happened. What the fuck you mean you told them way before it happened? Why were you in their ear? Why were you able to get in Tony Khan and Matt's ear to say, bro, this is happening. You guys better gear up. Yo, we we go on a war. What do you mean we go on a war? What is what is this? What is this? Like this this totally biased bullshit. Exactly what it is. And like he basically, when Kenny started throwing Cody on the bus, he started corroborating Kenny's story. Like yeah, like like I've heard the same thing. It's like you do know that you sound so biased right now. It's like, nope, don't sound biased at all. I'm 
I'm right on the up and up. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Okay. But yeah, that was that. So let's go to the plane that Cody Rhodes was supposedly on Saudi Arabia. Yeah. We had a match between Drew and Mad Crap Moss. I swear to God, Mad Crap died once in that match. He slammed him on his neck. That shit was insane. I thought he broke his fucking neck. He's feeling that shit right now. Oh, he definitely is. But yeah, like that shit was... That shit was a match and you know it's going to lead to Bartender Cabron facing Drew at WrestleMania, like I said yesterday. Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't like it. Kind of wish it would transition into like a tag team match and whatnot. So, you, you know, like they could just end it right there and like Drew could do something else, but Never mind. They, they really don't have nothing for Drew to do. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. But, Never mind. Because you just popped something in my head. You unlocked the memory that I I didn't want to bring up. Okay. You said, oh, I wish it was a tag team match and like it would go that way. <laughs> Any chosen things pop up to you? It probably uh, could, it probably only could be one thing. Cody? The chosen ones. Like that's the first thing popped in my head. Like mm-hmm. the new version of the chosen ones like but like once again like that would be very shitty to Cody but like is the new improved version of the chosen ones would be funny like the funny part is like like I thought Cody all along but I Mm -hmm. totally forgot about the chosen ones thing yeah that That was was a good gimmick for Cody too I I liked that gimmick Yeah, like that, like that was, that was fucking good. Yeah. But then we had a match. Becky versus Lita. I, I don't want Lita to leave. I don't want her to leave. Agreed. I don't want to leave. Lita put on a fucking performance with Becky and it's so like it was so good and I love Becky's performance too because when Becky came out she came out normal but her face and her body and her actions the whole time through was her being sad like I don't want to face my idol I don't want to face my idol in a match, like, it started off, like, very slow, and then it just kept getting better and better and better. And, like, to the point where Lita had, she had Becky for the poll. We're like, oh, my God, it's about to happen. And Becky kicked out. I was like, oh, my God. Becky went with the manhandle slam, and she immediately went into Becky mode and just grabbed her and said, thank you. I love you so much. Oh my god, so sweet. So sweet. That's the thing with these kids nowadays. Like, they all do that when they face their idol. Yep. And so Lita, she left. 
and they played her music. She got back in the ring, and everybody cheered her, just cheered her. It was like, yay, Lita! I was like, oh, this is so cool. After Mania so gives cool. her something big to do. Like, yes. Big. It doesn't necessarily have to be there for the title, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's just something big. Yes. Okay, so speaking of Mania, because like this is like this is literally like I've said this like a bunch of times. So mm-hmm. earlier today, like somebody like Trish had posted something, which also Trish and Lita are actually real life best friends, which makes me so happy. Yes. Because like Trish's son was cheering for his auntie. That's so sweet. Oh. But somebody like somebody said something to Trish about Trish versus Sasha. And Trish goes, like they said, they call, they said she was scared. She was like, I'm not scared. She's scared. She ain't even on TV every week. Where's she at? I'm right here. It's like, like I know it's coming, but when Trish starts acknowledging it like this, it's like, oh, it's happening. It's happening, sweetheart. And so, yes. So then we had the Viking Raiders versus Jimmy and Jay Uso not happening at all because they got attacked <laughs> and the match was over. What the fuck? I was kind of upset about that, but it me too, me too. So then we had the main event for the title. Guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, dude, like, it was like honestly the craziest thing. Everybody is, everybody winds up in the ring, but Bob Lash gets hurt and taken out. Now, and I know everybody's like, okay, that's bullshit. Like, he, like, he got knocked out and he's out. Well, apparently his shoulder's fucked up and his shoulder has been fucked up since Royal Rumble, so he needs time off. So Bob's now out. Bob's not the champion. Brock breaks the fuck out and goes, I'm killing everyone. He kills Seth Rollins. He kills AJ Styles. He kills Riddle. Everybody dies except for Austin Theory, who runs and runs and he climbs up the cage and it's like, death comes to those who run because Brock jumped up there grabbed him, F5'd him off of one of the pods. Damn near killed this kid. And he, he's, he's, he's done. And Brock Lesnar wins the WWE title. Like, I, I, I feel bad for him. Not for the fact that he lost. The fact that he died like that. Like, what yes. the fuck? Yes. His first elimination chamber and probably his last because he probably wouldn't want to do this again. Yes. So that sets up four matches for WrestleMania. Okay. Sets up Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch, and the champion versus champion. I don't know why I said four. I thought it was four, but three. Three matches. So, with that being said, like the match that I've put out that Shawn Michaels will be coming back and probably facing AJ. 
So, if that happens, does that mean that Edge and AJ is off? Like, I'm like, I'm feeling like one of those two matches are definitely happening, and there's no other way to go about it. But I'm really feeling like this Shawn Michaels thing is definitely happening in some shape or form. In sense, I would prefer the Sean one because that's been like rumored for a while, but it's still that fear, you know. Okay, but here's the thing: yeah. if Sean does not come back for AJ Styles, who in that building can be comparable to Russell Shawn Michaels? Hmm. I guess Edge. No, okay, but if Edge is going against AJ, then who's going to wrestle Sean? Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I, I misunderstood. Um, I guess Chad Gable? I mean, it, it has to be, like, it has to be somebody, like, really good at wrestling. And, like, the person who I was like, oh, it could be Seth Rollins, I'm thinking they're going to move Seth Rollins into the Cody Rhodes spot like yeah. Seth versus Cody they're gonna have their match and AJ's gonna face either Sean or like Edge and then like you have Randy and Riddle who are probably gonna wind up facing each other and like all of like all of that is like moving pieces then you have the US title who faces Damian Priest though Which I don't have no idea who could face him. So. Right. So, like, and this is all the raw side of the card that we're like, because the raw side of the card actually feels like it's a, like it's easily to just put together. The SmackDown side of the card because we have Johnny Knoxville versus fucking Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental Title. It's like, yeah, who really gives a shit? Like, cause it's that is that feeling? Cause it's like, who gives a shit? Like, with that type of match being set up right there, it's like, who gives a shit? And the fact that it's for the title, like, makes you care even less. Yeah, and like because they have double titles on that show and the Ronda Rousey thing, it's like you don't really have nothing big except for like this the thought of Sasha versus Trish, which is amazing. And you're like, okay, well, that's a big thing. And you only have like those couple of matches, and there's not really of a story that we really care about. Drew versus Bartender Cabron, who gives a shit? Like, is this, is this going to be a lot of fucking random ass things? Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens is on Raw. Like, that's the yeah. thing. Like, a lot of this stuff is like a lot of the big shit is on Raw because you know SmackDown just has shit. Like, I would like to know who's going to be taking on the Usos for the tag titles. I'm just about to bring that up. New Day like, can't do it, so who, who's doing it? The Lotharios? Since it like, didn't happen tonight, would it be the Viking Raiders? Um, that's probably going to happen on SmackDown. Oh, okay. So, like, it's like, yeah, you know, what the fuck is going to, like, what the fuck is going to happen on SmackDown? Like, there's a lot going on on Raw where you're just like, yo, this is kind of entertaining. SmackDown is like, yeah, yeah, we're just here. 
Which is weird because you can do that the way around. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Um, that was Elimination Chamber, the road to WrestleMania. Yes, sir. Yes. So, anything else? Oh, congratulations to Johnny Gargano about um, No Boy Kid. Quinn. Quinn. Yes, it's Quinn. And I love how fucking wrestling fans try to tell wrestlers how to name their own fucking kids. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with some of you people? Like a damn kid, like, let him name his own damn kid. What the hell? Yes, his kids. It's not your kids. Like, you don't have shit to do with it. Like, the fuck? What's wrong with you? People are fucking weird. Yep. So, um, yeah, anything else? Like, I feel like you have some other news, but you haven't said it yet. Uh, it'll be 2K22. I almost said 20. God damn. Wow. Wow. Like, don't get that one. Get 22. Get 22. Okay. If anything, get 22. That still might suck, but it's going to be way better than 20. <laughs> what still going to be way better than 20? What the fuck? <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. That's the bottom line. That's all I got. (laughs) Okay. 